0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. I am Roger B. You're listening to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. We're going to talk about some politics today, some, some gun laws that might be coming down the pike. Now, I know a lot of you have said, oh, he's not going to do anything. He's not. He is. Mm-hmm. He is. They are. The Democrats are coming after your guns, plain and simple. They'll sit there and lie to you through their teeth telling you they don't want to take your guns away, but they're doing it now. They're trying. They're pushing. We're going to get to some of those things. But first, Russian weapons, because they're fun and they're cool, and the <laughs> Russians <laughs> like their guns. Yes, they do. This is called a shack 12s AK 12, yeah. S-H-A-K-12, designed... To fire a twelve point seven by fifty five millimeter. Now, just to put that in perspective, a twelve point seven is a fifty caliber.
1: That's pretty pretty. Fifty five awesome.
0: <laughs> millimeter. That's longer than a three hundred eight cartridge. So this thing is designed to penetrate armor,
1: hmm.
0: fully penetrate armor.
1: Yes, and that's not good.
0: So this is something that you know it's it's awesome though. I mean, it it does what it's supposed to. Heavy assault automatic system. That's what they're calling it. And uh, it's. they had a prototype out a few years ago, and now they're developing it and making it work. And it's just amazing what this thing is capable of. It's a huge bullet. It'll be it can, interesting to
1: see what the accuracy is. Uh, well, it's
0: accurate, but it's limited range because mm-hmm. it's such a heavy bullet. Well, it's heavy. And it drops off rather fast. They're saying within 100 to 200 yards is its maximum range. Mm and the ammo is heavy and hard to carry but it's there and it can uh, like say penetrate almost any standard pistol type body armor oh, yeah. so that's kind of cool and of course specific export plans have not been announced but they're optimistic that we may be able to buy a Shaq 12 well, how cool would that be
1: <laughs> i'm thinking that of course, uh, i would want to be on that list
0: yeah of course with democrats shutting all gun you know anything semi
1: automatic down yeah. i don't well, know if it's going to happen now well, you know, Roger, you mentioned it in your opening. If, if, if you're out there, it, let me put it this way. If you're a Democrat out there, a Democrat voter, and you own a gun, and you want to keep that gun, then you better stop believing the lies that the, gov- that the Democrats aren't coming for that gun. Because, oh, yeah. as Roger, as you mentioned, uh, they are coming for the guns, and they're going to start with this and that and this and that, but they're coming for the guns. For the safety of the children. So it's
0: always for the children. Yeah, just like Hitler surrounded himself with yeah. children when yeah. he signed all his yeah. rules and laws it's, into we, place for the you know, fascist government to take hey, over
1: the all of Germany. Yeah. Hey children at the border be damned. We'll put you in a in a <laughs> in a shipping container and and pile you in. We'll put you in fences. We'll we'll do whatever we you know, need to do to those kids. The but media is just ignoring it now though. Yeah, they don't absolutely. care anymore. They don't care. It's not again, it's, it's not done. a cage. It's a detainment area. Detainment it's area. It's not a cage under with with President Trump who just continued what what Obama set up. They were cages. But, but now they're President just Biden, detention paddocks. It's, it's detention resorts. <laughs> it's detention resorts. to the media,
0: it's just a, d- a resort room that the ch- children are kept in <laughs> yeah.
1: until they pay, can be sorted out. Pay no attention that these containers are used for, oh, I don't know, shipping on train cars and ships and, and the back of trucks.
0: Now, <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but ever since Biden has taken over, all the violence in the United States has stopped, according to the media. <laughs> according to the media. It's just gone. However, in Portland just this last week, mm. the public school system building was attacked, vandalized and firebombed. By who? Well, the Burn
1: Loot Murder Crowd, BLM's and, and the anti-American fascists, Antifa's, yes. <laughs> yes, the you know same, that idea that seems to roam around out there and do a lot of damn physical damage. They burned a, a couple of they burned a couple of trucks.
2: They were just wanting the history
0: books, <laughs> yeah, so they could rewrite them so they, <laughs> and, <laughs> and cross out the Second Amendment exactly. and the First Amendment, and the First Amendment, and and the, and the Fifth, Fifth Amendment. And the,
1: have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a time when an idea could do so much physical damage?
0: Yeah, apparently. I mean, three fifteen <laughs> in the morning on March sixth, the Portland Public School Administration Building was. Firebomb. They burned three vehicles up, spray-painted taggings all over the walls, no justice, no peace. Oh, I wonder who's responsible for Gee. that.
1: Yeah. Who's the headquarters blame, was
0: severely damaged in an arson attack. I mean, it's like, it just, and and it's the same mantra that the burn, loot, murder, and anti-American fascists have been touting. Yep. All during the Trump administration when the media was just so huge on getting the story out there. Now you don't see anything in the mainstream media about this happening even though Portland's been under siege for weeks now no one seems to care anymore because Biden's in control and this just doesn't happen under Biden well the media is being selectively well, propagandic in the way it uh,
1: presents news obviously so you're getting your news it, here it happens under Biden it's just the dual-lang the duplicity language of the of the media office windows
0: were smashed they're now covered with plywood the building was vandalized overnight and
1: multiple district see, vehicles being now, set on fire. If President Trump were president, that would be an all-out riot, blah, blah, blah. But since it's Biden, it's a disturbance. Don't Nothing to see here. That's right. Nothing it, it's to a see minor, here. minor this incident. It's a minor incident. They're just, you know, they just need to be heard. Oh, yeah, this is it's crazy. So be aware
0: if you think this is over with, it's not. Mm-hmm. These groups are not just folding; they're not going away. Even though their candidate won, they don't care.
1: No,
0: they're still fighting. They want more and more and more. These are the kind of people you give them an inch; they're going to go for a mile. Just like the Democrat Party when they come after your guns, right? I mean, it's it's funny how they claim the NRA is an it, enemy of the people. It's like the NRA. One of the reasons they were founded was to teach black people, weapon safety, usage of weapons mm-hmm. to defend themselves against the KKK, the, the militant arm uh, of the, the Democratic, Democratic Party. Party.
1: <laughs> there so, you go. Uh, but, you know, that's, that requires people to actually learn proper history, Roger.
0: And it's funny because now we're pushing segregation again every way we can. Uh, you know... In, in the grocery store now, <laughs> Hispanic-owned business, black-owned <laughs> yeah, business,
1: woman-owned business. It's like... You know, that's a good point, Roger, you know, we fought and we, we had this uh, incredible man, Martin Luther King, who said, judge someone not, not by the color of their skin, but by their character. And, and we don't want segregation. And now, once again, the party that pushed segregation, including Biden himself, years and years ago, that same party is now pushing segregation again. I know. And and it's funny because all these businesses are going right along with it. Oh, yes, because Go- corporate Go- America is afraid. Google
0: to- now has a marking if you have a black-owned business or Asian-owned well, business. And they call it an enhancement on your enhancement. Google listing. It's amazing. It's they, segregation. It is amazing.
1: Simple. The party that that in way back, you know, when we go back to the 60s, the party that was pushing for segregation is now again the party. So separate but equal is back in fashion, yeah, I guess. it's back in fashion because the Democrats said so. Wow. And, and is it not amazing, though, how many black people in America will continue to vote for the letter D? Right. Because they've been told that that's what they should do, and they believe it, and they believe it. That's and the when crazy right in thing. front of them, the letter D is the one that's telling them to segregate. That's they started the Amazing. Civil War. Amazing. They started the KKK. Mm-hmm. They voted against
0: civil rights. They voted against women's right to and, vote, and yet they're the party and, that all these people vote and, for because they think they're. Yeah. For
1: them. And when the KKK was pushed back and, and pretty much crushed, it was a Democrat president who brought it back. And his name is Woodrow Wilson, if you want to go look him up.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. So be prepared because this violence that they're saying is over with now has not stopped. It's still there. So if you need to provide protection for your family, your property, yourself, now would be
1: a good time to buy a gun. It's not the best time,
0: because it's going to be more expensive. Now, notice,
1: notice, yes, this is the claimer here. um, Roger did not say the best time to buy a gun, but it is a time to buy a gun. It may be your last (laughs) possible time to buy a gun. This is true. This is true, because, you know, I warn people, Roger, for leading up to the election, and especially leading up to the special election, that if you didn't go vote, you were going to give the Democrats the power in the Senate to use reconciliation to push gun control a gun grab and that 's what they're doing well Diane Feinstein this
0: week introduced a bill to ban the sale the transfer the manufacture, and importation of anything she calls a military style assault weapon, even though the term assault weapon does not apply to semi automatic weapons, it specifically is a select fire weapon is an assault weapon. They just throw that term around because they want to make it sound more dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's like calling any car with a stripe down the hood a race car. A race car. <laughs> Who would allow race cars on our public streets? It's so dangerous, <laughs> but it's just a stripe. It doesn't matter. It's a race car now. Now it's same a race Same thing car. with the military-style assault rifles. You put a pistol grip on it, and all of a sudden, it, it's, a, it's an assault weapon. Mm-hmm. Same, same differentiation there, folks. Don't let them fool you an assault weapon is not what you can go to your local store and just buy off the shelf that is a semi-automatic weapon it's just it's not fully
1: automatic it has no select fire capabilities and and you know let me those of you out there who are saying oh but you got to have a license to have a car and blah 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 you don't have a, a amendment do Constitution to drive a car. You don't have a background
0: check to drive a car either. <laughs> exactly. You just show you're yeah, of they, age, take the test, they, you're done. There's
1: no bill of rights saying you have a right to drive a that's vehicle. That's right. Driving is, is a privilege. Exactly. It is not a right. But there While, is a right to own a gun. That's right. It, Period.
0: Even though Occasional Cortex doesn't know that. She, she actually ways. said... If only a gun were right, it would be in the Constitution. <laughs> that's that's not fake. That's a real
1: quote from her. And that, my friends, is government education. <laughs> that, you wonder. She's a congressperson. She's a sitting
0: congressperson. And she twice. She, I, th- I think she learned that at the bar. <laughs> Maybe,
1: yeah. Maybe. Bar politics. You know, I have an idea. You just gave me a great idea. Why don't we institute and and for new bartenders coming up who are training, why don't we have the ten amendment drinks? So so we'll we'll name a drink the first amendment, we'll name a drink the second amendment. So they'll exactly so maybe they'll learn that way because clearly uh occasional cortex just didn't Didn't learn. No.
0: Oh my gosh. And like I say, and that is for real. She literally said if it were a right it would be in the Constitution. It's like Mm -hmm. um Maybe she hasn't read that in a while, or ever.
1: But yet she swore to uphold it. Right,
0: and she which, doesn't even know what she swore to. Which you got a good story coming up for about, right. about that. That's right. Well, let's go. Okay. So anyway, Diane Feinstein introduces this bill to ban over 205 different, quote-unquote, assault weapons, improperly used term, including the popular AR-15. Thirty-five Senate Democrats have signed on to the bill called the Assault Weapons Ban of 2021 here we go again folks and don't say it can't happen because it's happening right now right underneath our noses it's been 17 years 2004 since the original assault weapons ban had a sunset on it thank goodness george bush was in office and refused to sign to renew it because he could have renewed it for another 10 years mm-hmm. but he said no we're not going to do that um, i believe in gun rights so he didn't do it thank goodness and it was a, a flurry of magazine buying and gun buying when that sun, sunset went down on that first crime bill. But now they're trying to institute it again. To be clear, this bill saves lives. When it was in place from 1994 to 2004, gun massacres declined by 37%. Which is true. But what they don't tell you is that 10 years before that, gun deaths also declined. All right, we're going to be right back after this quick message.
2: Quick State's. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference,
1: consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. You're
0: listening to America's Web Radio on the Americas Broadcast Network.com. Thank you for listening. Greetings, and I'm back. This is Roger B. on Locked and Loaded with my special guest, Victor Armendariz from On Point with Victor, joining us today. For a little bit. For a little bit. Okay. But anyway, so back to this assault weapons ban. Now, the way the Senate is set up, it needs 60 votes to pass, and the Democrats do not have 60 votes unless some rhino Republicans or fake Republicans join in and vote for this bill. It probably won't go through. But they're naming 205 separate weapons by name that would allow... But now, it would ban the, the future sale manufacturer, blah, 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 of all this, but would allow you to keep it if you already had it. So if it was already in your possession, it would be grandfathered in, which is good. So present owners could keep their guns, but they would be offered a buyback option, which I didn't buy my gun from the government. Why would they buy it back? Makes it sound like they sold it to me. They did not. In fact, after a background check, I determined our government is not mentally fit to have my military-style weapon. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> but these things they're talking about, they're calling them characteristics. When they're just cosmetics, a pistol grip, a forward pistol grip, a barrel shroud. Oh, so if you put a cover over your barrel, it's... M- con- it's multitudes times more deadly than it would without a barrel shot. A telescoping stock. You mean a stock that's adjustable for yes, different it's shooters it's <laughs> to make sure short people and tall people have the same accessibility. That yeah. seems like we, you would handicap people by eliminating the adjustable stock.
1: Yeah they're anti short people. Um, that that, that, that uh, where's the American disabilities absolutely sue
0: the American disabilities uh, <laughs> people should have a, a problem with this big yeah, time. They
1: should. I mean, this. What, who's going to speak for the? Who's going to stand in a chair for the short people?
0: Or who's going to? Who's going to? You know, stretch the arms of the people who can't <laughs> can't reach the stock when it's fully extended. Exactly. That's crazy. This is
2: crazy.
0: Telescoping stock or folding stock because that makes it 10 times more deadly, ten I'm sure. Times, right? Magazines that hold more than 10 rounds of all ammunition would also be subject to the ban. Ooh, because 11 rounds is is just outright crazy. That's crazy. Can't have any of that. <laughs> now, of course, I got background checks for future sales, trades, or gifting of assault weapons. A ban on bump fire stocks, which I think are already banned. And other devices that allow semi weapons, semi automatic weapons to fire at fully automatic rates. Now this may eliminate the whole binary trigger deal or other any kind of enhanced trigger firing. So but it does include the grandfather clause. So if you have them, you're locked in, you don't just like with the original assault weapons ban, they're not gonna try and take them away with this bill. Hmm. Which may be what they use to try and get this passed. Because um, one of those co-sponsors, Chris Murphy, a Democrat from Connecticut, said there's no reason for military-style rifles to be sold to the public. Yeah, well. Now, wait a minute. Isn't that the whole idea of the Second Amendment is to fight tyranny? You course. have the same weapons that the government has?
1: The, absolutely. And, and uh, you know what? Governor, Chris, I think he's the governor of Connecticut, Chris Murphy.
0: Maybe. Uh, I don't know. uh, Maybe not. Well, he's a a Democrat, Connecticut. uh, He's a senator. He's He's a a senator. uh, Okay, senator. He's a senator from Connecticut, yes. Okay,
1: well, him first. Under no circumstance can a guard guard him. No armed security for him. I mean, if and if they
0: do, they have to guys. use no more than ten rounds they in their no more magazine, than 10 rounds and nothing military style.
1: Whatever they push on the people, they work for us, folks. So if they're going to demand it of the peasant, then the elitist politician must do it first.
0: Yeah, they're not leaders; they're not rulers. They are representatives. No, representatives. They represent us. They work mm-hmm. for the people. You, but unfortunately, uh, people have allowed them to mm-hmm. put themselves. On I mean, they put politicians on pedestal. pedestals.
1: Absolutely, and
0: they they give them a celebrity status. Mm-hmm. And give them all these additional rights and privileges that they shouldn't have as public servants. There
1: is no way a politician, especially a Democrat politician, should be allowed to use my tax dollars to hire a security firm who is going to have ample ammo. They're going to have... 30 round clips around their waist magazines magazines yes, 30 round <laughs> magazines around their waist I'm trying to appeal to the Democrats clips uh, uh, but and then tell me the citizen that I can't have more than seven round magazine or a right 10, or round
0: 10 round magazine, magazine. I mean, you get yeah in
1: New York and it's seven rounds or so or maybe
0: you, you can have a 10 round magazine but you cannot Wait, load it with but more but than seven rounds load,
1: exactly. Yeah. You, so they don't
0: want the- you to have a full tank on your magazines. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you're going to – you know, first you can't have a big soda. Now you so, can't have a full magazine.
1: Yeah, right. And when are they? what's next? Are they going to tell you, you can't – you have to ration gas so you can't have a full gas tank either?
0: Maybe. Assault weapons and high capacity magazines are deadly and dangerous weapons of war that belong on the battlefields. No, they're not. <laughs> assault weapons? Yes, these are not assault these weapons, not you assault idiot. Weapons. <laughs> <laughs> they're semi-automatic weapons. Stupid, and no. You idiot. And the military does not use semi-automatic only weapons. No, they don't. They they're lose not they're not they weapons did. of war. <laughs> And even if they were, the whole idea of the Second Amendment is to prevent tyranny. Mm -hmm. Tyranny would be government oppressing its people. So you want to have the same weapons the government's allowed to have.
1: Look, I've said this before. There is a reason number two is armament. There's a reason number one is free speech freedom to move, freedom uh, to practice religion. There is a reason the Founding Fathers put number two as an armed society, because an armed society will not allow the government to become tyrannical. And what did our Founding Fathers run away from? Tyrannical governments.
0: governments. That They did not... Okay, they always talk about hunting, and uh, you don't need it to hunt. It's like, the Founding Fathers did not put the Second Amendment in in Second Amendment in the Constitution because they fought a war with the deer, the deer in America deer. or the quails or deer or <laughs> squirrels or whatever animal they were hunting at the time. They fought the biggest empire in the world at the time and gained their freedom. Mm-hmm. That's what the Second Amendment is for, to yeah. prevent yes. the government from taking over,
1: stealing your rights, not giving you the rights let's, for representation. Let's simplify a history lesson real quick. You had big, bad Britain, the United Kingdom, big, bad England, who, who had the monarchy, the kings, who wanted to put their foot over the throats of the American colonists. The American colonists said, nope, not anymore and then we broke free and we stuck
0: we our foot up their and asses we be-
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we became a country and in our form of government number 2 the second amendment for that reason we have an armed society so the king can never come over here and say he's the king And pull or, that crap again or an american can never be elected and say you know what i'm king that's it can't right what when you and have I, an armed society and, and i'm going to ignore all these <laughs> Amendments in the Constitution. Right. And because why, Roger? Because an armed society is a... Polite,
0: polite society. society. <laughs> That's right, always. But yeah, it's just... And these people sit there and swear on a Bible that they're going to defend the Constitution. And then they turn around and come up with laws like this that are completely unconstitutional. Yep. You know, and of course Chuck Schumer's going, Oh, we're going to bring this legislation to the floor, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We sent it over last time. Hmm. And it hit the legislative graveyard where it should go to die and never come back. Yes, it's ridiculous. Now, H.R. 8 is the background check rule they're trying to push down, but it's not going to prevent any any kind of shootings. I mean, most the, the background checks now have to be completed within three days. If they don't come back with a negative response after three days, then they're allowed to sell the gun to whoever wants to buy it. Now, they want to extend this to ten days. If there's an issue, if there's no issue, then if you get approved, then you get it right away. A lot of states, if you have a a carry permit, then you get it right away. Anyway, you don't even have to undergo the background check because you've already had a more thorough background check. You've
1: already had the uh, swab up the, uh, well, you know, you've been checked.
0: And they're saying that, oh, these weapons don't serve any purpose. Well, if they don't, then why do you want your armed guards Uh, to have them? Exactly. Exactly. You are not a king. You are not a monarch. You are not a queen. You are a representative of the people who put you there, and you swore an oath to defend the Constitution, which includes the Second Amendment, which says shall not be Be infringed. infringed. That's very clear, very straightforward. You can't misinterpret that. Cannot. Apparently they can. But they
1: can try. (laughs) So
0: we'll see. I don't think this bill is going to go anywhere in the Senate. Hopefully the Republicans will stand
1: on
0: on principle. As long as they don't get 60 votes, it should be fine.
1: Well, you've got the problem of the filibuster that the Democrats are trying to get rid of. Didn't they uh, institute it?
0: When they were in power and now they want to take it away, or right. when they were out of power, they instituted it yes. and now they want to ta- take it away take now that away. they're in of power.
1: And if they lose, when they lose power again, hopefully in two years, they'll be begging for the filibuster.
0: Yeah, it's um, just, it's crazy how they just want to change the rules every time they get behind the eight ball. The,
1: because the Democrats know one thing one, they'll all stick together, they'll pass and ram down whatever they want on the American people, and the spineless establishment Republicans will do nothing to change
0: they'll it. They'll fold over backwards to, make no. a, you know, to try and appease them. Appeasement goes nowhere. We saw that in World War two.
1: Ask once uh um oh my gosh, what was the guy's name? Not Winston Churchill. No, no, no. The guy no. Who, who said I spoke with Hitler, we're friends now.
0: Yeah, we're fine now. And, and then Hitler, Hitler, Hitler took over Hitler Poland.
1: Balmy. <laughs> <laughs> so, appeasement will get you a bomb in the derriere.
0: Yeah, it's like with um the Antifa people and the, the BLM. Oh, let's appease them. Let's give them yeah. money, and then they continue to riot, burn, loot, murder, and kill everything. You know, it, it, if you don't believe me, go to Portland, see the damage, see the the streets being ravaged by protest, quote unquote protesters every night. Peace. <laughs> yeah. The 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 peaceful protesters only burned vehicles, vandalized buildings, broke windows this past weekend. So you know they were relatively peaceful. <laughs> It's amazing what's what can come up for peaceful. Well, we'll see. So now this is the gun control is on the table, and they're coming at it fast and furious. Oh wait, that was Obama who gave guns to the cartels in the that's fast that's and furious,
1: fast and furious,
0: yeah, mess. But now, okay, I'm going to get into this other one real quick while you're still here. What is this? Oh yes, there's a gun rights advocate who wants lawmakers to face arrest for perjury. Because when they swear an oath to defend the Constitution, then they turn around and don't do it. They're lying under oath when they swear on the Bible to defend the Constitution. When they swear to uphold the laws that are written in the Constitution, and then they turn around, backpedal, change their minds, and decide they're more important than the document they are there to serve and protect. So, we'll have to see. This is a Second Amendment rights activist, Jim Sexton of Essex Junction. Petition to the Washington County Sheriff Sam Hill to remove from the State House and charge sixteen Vermont senators, who Sexton said have committed perjury by violating their oaths of office by supporting gun control legislation, because and
1: it is a violation.
0: It shall not be it shall okay. Not yes, be infringed. the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, and they'll swear to a, on a Bible that they will uphold this, and then they turn around and don't do it. So they're lying under oath,
1: which I understand. That yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah, well, they are lying. Think about it. Uh, you could go further than that. I mean, you've got uh, – they're up, not just – pledging and swearing to uphold the Constitution. They're swearing to uphold the laws of the land and to protect the sovereignty of the country and look at the open borders.
0: Yeah. Now, we're not done with this. We're going to come back to this in a minute. Right now, we've got to take a quick break. You're listening to America's Web Radio. I'm Roger B. and this is Locked and Loaded.
1: Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on The Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m.
3: Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, www.warriorstocitizen.org. And find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you.
2: And want to remind everybody that America's Web Radio, uh, get your pencil and paper ready. We're at 500 Sugar Mill Road, Suite 247A. And we're helping out our friend Frankie Holbrook and her campaign to get I don't know what you do with your plastic bags that you get from the grocery store, but she needs literally millions of them, and they're making mats out of them for the the homeless. Uh, they work well during the heat, and they work well, obviously, when it's wet or when it's cold. And uh, also, put if you'll bring your bags that you pick up from the grocery store, the plastic bags, put them in a large uh trash bag and then the then the homeless folks can use those trash bags for ponchos and uh stay dry during our wet season, which is upon us right now and uh you can we're open from basically nine until about two o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock or somebody's here all the time, and uh you can bring them by and leave off the big bags of uh, the small bags, and we'll make sure Frankie gets them and gets them to... Forsyth Central High School has a group of girls that are making these, and believe it or not, these mats, it takes 500 bags per mat to make the where a person can lay on it and stay somewhat warm, at least stay off the wet concrete or the cold concrete or the hot concrete. So, bring those bags by. If you want to call us, uh, you can call us at 470-223-4979. And by the way, if you have something to tell Mr. Mr. Guns himself, Roger B, just email roger at com and he'll get the message. It'll go straight to him. We'll never even see it. But uh, tell us how you like his show, and uh, or if you have a comment. Like it, I want to know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, everybody loves Roger B., and if you have a comment about America's Web Radio, just send it to GM, general manager, gm at Radio. And uh, we'll address whatever issue you want to bring up. So don't forget to bring those plastic bags by. And uh, if you got a question, you can give us a call at 470-223-4979, preferably when we're not on the air. So thank you, and let's get back to, well, well let's just take one quick.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Dave, for that message. We're going to try and get everybody to bring their plastic bags in. That would be great. It's for a very good cause. And if you don't have a dog or you need to collect anything with them, by all means, bring them in and recycle them. They will be
2: used to help people. Right, I, I've got one more comment i got to make. Yep. That, uh, in all fairness, uh, tomorrow on, on Wednesday is uh, a veteran's story with uh, Pete Mecca. Mm. And it is going to be absolutely fascinating in that... He has women that are going to be on that were decoders during World War II. Oh, wow. These are actual people who were yeah. doing the job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And it's I think that's going to be fascinating.
0: That's amazing because you always hear about the stories. Yeah. But to actually have the people tell you in their own voice, their own story from their own mouth, that's going to be fantastic.
2: That's uh, What
0: time is that tomorrow?
2: That show is at... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um ten o'clock ah a 10, veteran story at ten o'clock and, 10 o'clock uh, a m yeah, just tune in and uh I think you'll be Pete does a heck of a job with his guest and the people he's had on um you know, and uh, we appreciate Pete and so tune in and there again, if you've got a comment to make, send it to pete at america'swebradio dot com and he'll get your message,
0: all and right, even if it's encrypted. That's right. He'll have decoders standing by to take care of encoded messages. Well, maybe if these lawmakers would learn that what they're saying is not actually some sort of code for, I'll do whatever I want once I get in office, then we wouldn't have to have people trying to arrest them for perjury when they lie, putting their hand on a Bible, swearing to uphold the Constitution, then turning around and ignoring the Second Amendment. Oh, well, the Second Amendment's out of date. It's not good anymore. Really? The First Amendment says freedom of the press. The press means on a printing press. It doesn't protect the Internet. It doesn't protect radio, TV, any kind of blogs. It protects only if it's been printed on a press. And a high-speed inkjet printer is not a press. That means almost anything printed today is not valid, according to the same argument when they talk about muskets in the Second Amendment. That is complete and utter bull squeeze. No... No amount of convincing me can tell me that arms doesn't include all kinds of arms. In fact, that's probably why they worded it the way they did. Shall not be infringed. I can't say that enough. I know we say it a hundred times a week, but, you know, it, it just needs to be repeated. Lawmakers need to hear this. Or maybe they should start arresting lawmakers for perjury. Now, that would be an interesting thing to have happen. If you don't do your job, you get in trouble for it. Imagine that. Everybody out there who has a job knows if you don't do your job, you're going to get in trouble. But lawmakers think they are above the law. They put themselves on a higher plane than the people they represent. And they're supposed to be subservient to the people that voted them in office. They serve the people who elected them. They're not above them. They're not special in any way other than the fact that. Yes, yes. There we go. Yes, let's get them to understand they are not royalty of any sort. And people, you vote for these, you vote for these politicians, do not put them on a pedestal. You need to hold them to a higher standard than anybody else. They need to be more honest, they need to be more transparent than anybody in any other job because they represent thousands of people at a time. Every one of them is a representative of the people who put them there. And yet the people who put them there oftentimes are so stupid, they don't know that they're giving up their rights by putting
2: certain people in office. Well, they they put them in office, and then they're the ones that bribe them. Right.
0: Follow it, the uh, money. Follow the money. Yes, there's far too much corruption in our government system today. I mean, that's, uh, Biden is a clear example of that. Shuts down a pipeline to be able to get his friend Warren Buffett to run ta- trains with oil and gas in it and to be able to give his foreign buddies across the seas in the Middle East a little, a little help to be able to sell us oil again. For the first time in 70 years, we were energy independent under Trump. All that went away in the first three days of Biden's executive orders. He shut down pipelines. He put his back on the Middle Eastern supply, if you will, to help keep his buddies in oil and gas. Now, keep in mind, he owns a big part of oil and gas companies in the Ukraine. His son was put in charge of of a lot of those oil and gas companies, given a high position and a high salary to run those places. So why not help? I mean, he's just helping his son out to give him a little leg up. Nothing wrong with little nepotism if you're president. Now that daddy's in charge, all those, all those investigations are going to just go away. You're not going to hear anything about Hunter Biden's laptop, his, his child fetishes. None of that stuff is going to come out now. He is just going to become invincible again. And it's crazy because we were starting to drain the swamp a little bit. We're starting to see the light. We're seeing things start to come up from the surface as the water went down. Biden was in for three days. He filled it back up so quickly it would make your head spin. In fact, you know, the gun control thing is just crazy. The fact that I bet he's his armed guards, his Secret Service, they don't have any limits on their magazine capacities. They don't have any limits on what kind of weapons they can carry the president is supposed to be a citizen servant he's serving the public interest he's not a king he's not a queen whatever gender he thinks he is i don't know what biden thinks he is i just i don't even think biden actually thinks he just stands he, here and reads his teleprompter he, he's forgotten <laughs> yeah he knew he knew at one time maybe but not now now which room do i go to just go where you're told joe yeah <laughs> am i gonna have ice cream today <laughs> i really like ice cream <laughs> Who knows? I don't know what they use to motivate him. You know, ice cream, potato chips, whatever it is, he gets whatever he wants, and they send him on his way, and he reads his teleprompter, and he does what he's supposed to do. He's a good little puppet right now. He's doing what they're asking of him, which is fine. I mean, that's that's what the Democrats want. They want a good little puppet that they can keep control of, and that won't fight or argue or use his own brain for anything. But here we go. You know, they're going to start the gun control thing again, and hopefully they won't be able to get any of these major issues passed. Now, they did pass the background check bill through the House. Now, the the run through the Senate is going to be a lot harder. If they get it through the Senate, Biden will sign it, no questions asked. Which it's got some, you know, it's funny because they want us to compromise. It's like, okay, compromise means we get something. You give a little, you get a little. They're not giving anything to gun owners here other than more paperwork, more time to wait, more restrictions. We're not getting anything in return. They want background checks? Fine. Give background checks, then give us a, a national carry permit. If you pass the background check, there's no reason you shouldn't have a permit that's good in every state in the country. Every state, including California, New York, New Jersey, Illinois, all the states that are non-issue states pretty much. Actually, there's a lawsuit pending now in New York where they're trying to fight the fact that they're a a May-issue state, which means if they think you have a good enough reason, they'll give you a permit to carry a gun. In fact, in New York, you can't even buy a handgun without a permit, which seems like a major, a major hurdle to keeping the Second Amendment alive in this country. I mean, imagine if you had to fill out a permit to vote. Every the, People would go nuts. That would be insane. Oh, my God, you can't do that. Everyone has a right to vote. No, you do not have a right to vote. It is not in the Constitution, and you will not find it there. But you do have a right to keep and bear arms. That is a right. Voting is not a right. It is a privilege to be able to vote. And people don't understand this. And if they put restrictions on voting, I bet you'd see a whole different light. See, people would come out in droves protesting that. They're protesting the fact that you show an ID to show who you are. Which in Georgia, they pass a law saying you do have to show who you are, especially if you want an absentee ballot, which is great. Now, if they would just take these gun control laws, throw most of them out, because they violate the Constitution. I'm not saying criminals should be able to buy guns. I'm not saying you shouldn't have a check to make sure people who are mentally deficient don't get guns. There are certain things we need to do to restrict ownership of them to some extent. But once you get that done, you should be able to have a carry permit that's good in every state in the country. There should be no reason for you not to be able to carry your gun through any state, just like you can drive through any state with a license from any state. Imagine if states didn't recognize all driver's licenses how much of a major cluster mess up would that be i'm trying to keep this clean and it's getting difficult but you you see where i'm going with this imagine if each state had their own driver's license and only had reciprocity with certain states so you'd have to have a driver's license from four or five different states to be able to drive cross-country The same thing should apply to gun permits. If you have a permit from one state or another, have a standardized program to be able to get it and carry wherever you want if you pass the qualifications. Now, there are a lot of people who say, oh, no, constitutional carry. The Constitution guarantees you the right to carry everywhere. And it probably does, but in order to compromise, I'm willing to accept a background check, but I want something in return for it. I just don't want to give up rights, give up all my, <clears throat> the rights that I have in order to have more restrictions placed on me. If I have more restrictions, I want something back. I want compromise. I don't want surrender. We're Americans. We don't surrender. We fight for what we believe in. The Constitution was obtained through the blood, sweat, and tears of our forefathers and our founding, founding people who fought a war against the biggest empire at the time to gain our freedom. And now we're just throwing it away, saying, oh, it's okay, just take our freedoms away. We'll compromise them all away. It's not a compromise. It's surrender, people. It is surrender. Don't surrender. Don't vote for people who don't believe that the Second Amendment exists and that it is, provides for everybody to have a right to defend themselves. I'm not saying everybody has to have a gun. If you don't want one, don't buy one. Same thing with a car. Or an ironing board. If you don't want one, don't buy one. It's crazy that they actually have to say that to people. But it's true. So now there's a Florida lawmaker who's filing a measure to oppose Biden's gun control laws. Now, this has been going on nationwide. All these, a lot of cities, counties, states are filing Second Amendment sanctuary laws. Now, most of them are just symbolic because they're not going to enforce it in any way. You know, it's, it's, they're trying, they're trying to do something here to just say, yeah, we're not going to stand for that. But what, it doesn't have any teeth, though. The only one that has any teeth is in Missouri. They have given local law enforcement the right to arrest federal officers who try and enforce gun control that they don't believe is constitutional. Now, that is going to, I would love to see that come to a head. I want to see a federal officer arrested, and I want to see it go to court. I want to see him fight that out. I want to see him battle that. That would be federal law versus state law. Now, the state law has the Constitution on their side. So it would be up to a judge, and the Supreme Court would probably be the only place where that could ever be determined. All right, we're going to be right back after these quick messages. I'm Roger B. You're listening to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio.
1: Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchek. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on The Doctors' Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. Right before we left for the break, we were discussing a Florida lawmaker who's filing a measure to oppose Biden gun control. Basically, they're trying to make any federal law that violates the Second Amendment illegal to enforce in their state. But unfortunately, I don't believe it has any teeth. It doesn't give local law enforcement, as it does in Missouri, to arrest federal officers trying to enforce this law. So, I mean, it's a a nice gesture, and I hope every state would try and do it. And eventually, perhaps, the federal government would turn an eye, just like they do to marijuana and illegal immigration, where states just allow this to happen and don't do anything to enforce the federal law. Here, they're probably going to come in strong trying to enforce federal law, even though it's clearly stated that they should not be able to do this. You know, if you want marijuana to be legal, fine. Take it off the uh, controlled substance list. If you want to have immigrants come through the border, then change the laws that don't allow them to do it. Don't just ignore the laws. It's supposed to be our country was founded on the premise of equality under the law, meaning everybody, from the lowest of the low to the highest of the high, everybody should be treated equally under the law. And unfortunately, politicians are trying to put themselves above this. They're trying to be the ones that have special rights, special privileges, and we're allowing them to do that. We're putting them on a pestle. They're not there by themselves. We're allowing them to do it. We're letting it happen. We're not stopping it. We're not correcting it. That's what needs to be done. We need to let these people know they work for the people who elect them. They weren't appointed by some king to run things. They weren't appointed to rule over the people. They were chosen by the people in their district to represent those people and the rights that they want to have protected. And apparently these politicians think they're above the law because they have all the protections, any kind of guns they want, any type of security measures that they don't want the American people to have. Do they think we're too stupid to be able to handle the same guns that their security guards have? Do they believe... They're privileged in some way and have right to better protection than we do, than we have to protect our homes, our families, our lifestyles. Do they honestly believe that? Yes, they do. They believe they are above the standard American person. Um, They are above the American citizen. And that is where we're running into problems. We fought a war a couple hundred years ago to stop monarchist, from taking over and ruling with an iron hand, and now we're allowing them to do it again. We're giving them privileges they should not have. Yes, we respect the job they do, no doubt about it. I respect all politicians who take time out of their lives to serve, although some of these politicians make it their life to serve, which is crazy because they never have another job. They never know what it's like outside the bubble of Washington, D.C., are outside the bubble of politics in their local hometown or county or state They're, half of them are born into politics like the Bush family, the Clintons they were pretty much born into politics and their kids are going to be born into politics so it's not. this is not supposed to be a profession, it was supposed to be our, a chance to serve your country serve the people who you represent it's not meant to be an appointed position where you are some sort of some sort of ruler or you are some sort of royalty of any sort. But unfortunately, the American people have forgotten this. And they allow them, they allow the politicians to put themselves above regular people when they are supposed to be just regular people who are chosen to do a job. Anyway, I digress. But right now, as everybody knows, if you've been out there at all, if unless you've been hiding under a rock, ammunition is extremely hard to get. It's probably harder to get than it has been in the past 50 years since i've been looking for ammo been running around trying to find it we had a bit of a scare during 2008 but the prices had not accelerated that much during that time 2008 2009 2010 prices were pretty stable they'd gone up a little bit maybe 10 percent but it was still available just it was trickling in there were certain bits of ammo you couldn't find easily and when you could there were limited supplies. But the prices were still relatively stable. Now the prices have gone completely out of control because the demand has increased by so much, it's it, it, they can't keep up. Supposedly ammunition manufacturers are manufacturing as many shifts as they can people to work without sacrificing the quality of their product. And a lot of product is being imported from other places too. So that's something to consider Also, we're importing as as much as we can, I suppose, and other factories are working to supply the Americans with the ammunition they want and need. But you wonder, why did this happen? How did this come about? Well, it started, um, I guess, back last year when the pandemic hit. People were feeling insecure about their ability to protect themselves and their families, so it's, it's crazy because a lot of people who said, I never thought I'd be buying a gun, were lining up to buy guns. And these people needed ammunition for these guns. So you, you figure if on, on, in 2020 alone, there were 8.4 million people who purchased weapons who had never owned a gun before. If every one of those people needed four boxes of ammo, which is about 200 rounds of ammo... They probably need more than that. They probably wanted a 1,000, but they'd sell it for 200. That's 1.6 billion rounds of additional ammo in addition to what normally is going out there and what people are, are doing. And also, people started hoarding ammunition. Even if you didn't need it, you saw it available at a good price, you bought it anyway. And people are still doing that. Now, it seems to me as if prices are starting to drop a little bit as the pipelines are still pretty empty, and a lot of ammunition is still difficult to get, but it looks like the supply seems to be increasing a little bit. But then again, you've got people who are going around to all the big box stores, buying up as much as they can. They're hoarding it, and then they're scalping it. They're selling it for more money, which, you know, that's capitalism. You buy it cheap, you sell it high. And unfortunately, a lot of these new gun owners don't realize that these prices are high. They bought a gun, and they see ammo for $50 a box, and they think, oh, well, that's what it costs. They don't know any better, so they're still buying it. And until that stops, until everybody relaxes a little bit, stops panicking, then we're not going to get back to normal ammunition supplies. Now, from what I've seen, there's nothing pending that would be, I guess, an ammunition restriction of any type. There was talk of it, but so far, there's nothing in any of the bills that are pending now that would say there's going to be an extra tax on ammo, there's going to be any kind of restriction on sales of ammo. Like, for instance, in New Zealand, you have to have all your guns registered. If you don't have a registered gun for a 9mm, if you don't have a registered 9mm gun, you're not allowed to buy ammo for a 9mm. (coughs) Now, let's hope it doesn't come to that here, because who knows, what if you're buying somebody a gift of ammo? Or they don't know what here, they don't know what you have. There's no forced registry. They're trying to do it, though. They're trying to force registration. They're trying to force a list to know who has what. They want you to register all these weapons, which is highly illegal at the moment. Now, if they change the law, that's one thing. But right now, there's no rule that says you have to let the government know know what you have.
2: So we'll didn't, see. Didn't Charleston Heston have something to say about something about it be a cold day and cold day? Oh no, they have to. Yeah, you can
0: have my gun when you pry it from my cold dead hands. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yes, give him. I'll give him back my ammunition one bullet at a time. Yeah, you you can take my gun from me, but be aware it's going to be very hot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, we fought a war to defend these rights and people just forget about it. You know, it's been over 200 years. I understand it. it's been a long time. But unfortunately, public schools are not teaching the importance of the Second Amendment. They're not sh- telling these kids the Second Amendment is why we have the First Amendment because we can defend the right to free speech, we can defend the right to assemble. And unfortunately, during the pandemic, we have given up a lot of these rights. In, in an effort to placate politicians in their grab for power. They scare people into compliance. Oh, no, you'll get sick and die. If you don't do exactly what we tell you, you're going to get sick and die. And unfortunately, the numbers have just not borne out what the uh, severity of this virus. It's there. I agree. It's there. It is dangerous. But did it require all the restrictions they put on us? Did it require taking all of our rights away? Is the Constitution stamped on the back, null and void in case of a a viral infection? No, it's not. Those rights don't disappear because there's a sickness going around. They had the pandemic in 1918, the Spanish flu, and Dr. Fauci himself wrote a paper on it saying that most of the deaths from the Spanish flu were caused by pneumonia, caused by wearing masks. Now he comes out and says you have to wear a mask or two masks because one is not enough. You know, to some extent I can see that logic. So if one gun is good then two guns must be better. I,
2: one for each hand.
0: That's right. That's gun control. Being yeah. able to say I'm only going to buy two guns even though I want five. <laughs> But if we can get our control on this ammunition shortage, it'd be nice. I mean, let's say the pandemic started by scaring people, and then civil unrest started happening in all these major cities in the United States. Now, granted, a lot of it was staged and paid for by certain players in the field, George Soros. And he had these people paid money to go protest, to, to commit acts of violence. Now, to me, that would seem like treason. They need to hold responsible. If they can follow the money, I'm sure they've got forensic accountants who can follow money that went to these protesters, find out who was sponsoring the violence, and go after the puppet masters. They need to go after the people who started it. But anyway, so there was violence. There was civil unrest. There was a pandemic going on. There were shortages of certain products. So people thought, well, I have enough toilet paper. I have enough food. What's to keep somebody from coming taking my stuff? you know what, I'm going to buy a gun. And a lot of these first-time buyers are out there, and they and they don't realize that politicians are one of their biggest enemies of the gun they just purchased. Rust and politicians are the only enemies a gun has. So what I'd like to do is try and get you to think about this next time you go vote. Think about who is going to defend my right to own a gun. That's who I'm going to vote for. All right, I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio.